This is Boat Crew RPG with The Learning Curve. Welcome everyone to what I believe is the seventh session of The Learning Curve. When we last left off, our heroes were just finally excited to start being heroes and having you know, wanting to find out a bit more about their local history. They tur- they got a tip from uh, the night guard to talk to Sawaro Man, the cactus-themed villain who's just there. So then you you guys tracked him down to his every third to his semi-regular visits to the local Walmart with two L's. That you, you managed to convince him that, well, hey, we we're gonna, we'll buy we'll buy a pizza if you talk to us. You you left the building, and then you got intercepted by the local teen superheroes, as I guess you could say. Not probably not really sidekicks, but like its own separate team thing. It's it's a it's a weird legal distinction. It's all in your handbooks, by the way. So anyway, once once they popped out, you sort of recognized that one of them was Helen from school, who doesn't like you already, and. You know, things sort of escalated from there. So now, here's the scene. You three are out of costume, in the middle between Helen and the Scouts, and Swallow Man. What do you do? Because Sunbeam, aka Helen, look is looking for a fight. Alicia really doesn't want to be in the middle here. Do you think we can still play it off as if we are civilians that don't know anything? Yes, yes, that, that, that's the plan, yes. I wanted to explain that we're walking away with Silvaro Man. We but wanted man? to interview him. We wanted to interview him, which is true. Okay, you take point on this. And as you guys talking, you see one of the one of the other scouts, you, you see he's... Uh, Sort of dressed like 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 he's got like a shepherd's crook, you know, like the stick with a little curve in it, and he, he like taps it on the ground, and then all around him you see like they look vaguely sheep slash goat ish. It's like they're tra- like glowing, sort of goldish yellow tra- and transparent, but they look sort of goldish and yellow, and they just they appear all around him. And they then with the, you see him say something you see him say something and they, the, all of them just like start running around and they sort of like start forming like a barrier between you between Swarm Man U three and the rest of the onlookers. Wait, so they are between us the group the group that is us is us three plus Aurora Man, right? Yes, it is basically it's like forming a, per- a perimeter around the whole battleground, I guess. Right. I for a second was hopeful that they cut off uh, us off from Sorora Man, but I imagined that that was being too hopeful. Okay, Alicia will actually speak a tiny louder and just say, okay, let's ask about interviews later. This is clearly not the right time for all of that. It was nice to meet all of you. And she will take a couple steps back, gently pulling the other two with her away from the between and the middle. Like a civilian might do under the circumstances. So, I say, I'll, you give me a pierce the mask chest if you want to. Let's roll plus your uh, mundane. Five for me. I fail. got a six. Fail. <laughs> also fail. And that's a two. So that's a fail. Fails all around. 
at least we get potential. But really, I wanted to start off with a better than that. And you don't need any more potential. You've got enough. You, you I want to- successes so I can, you know, instead of capitalizing potential. You're leveling up too fast. Okay. So you don't really like, you you see the fa- you see like Helen's the, you see like the hero like the scouts' faces. They all look to Helen for a bit, and you see her face go through some kind of expression. But since they're all wearing masks, you you cannot really tell what the expression is. And then you see some of the uh, the, uh, the the shepherds summons. They come around. They see some of them. Some of them come around and like split off from the perimeter group and like sort of scoop you up and take you away from the immediate fight area. Do you let them? Sure, we're being civilians who don't want to be in a fight right now. I'm not going to argue with that, especially because yeah, once die. we're off to the side, we can walk off with the civilians. All right. So, Sawara man sees that, looks at, looks back over. His, he just, just stands up, puts his hands on his hips, be like. I see I am facing my some of my greatest enemies, teenagers. And then the fight begins. Maybe, just maybe someone's recording this on the phone so we can look even more like we're trying to just learn stuff here or social media capitalize or something like that. Just maybe. All right. So unless you... so And uh, then backing off slowly while that's going on. So yeah, it's impressive to say the least. Like, you would think that because there are four scouts and only one Swarman, man, you would think being outnumbered would be kind of an issue. But to some of you, it's like he is making jokes, and it look it looks like he's barely like moving the fight. But still, he he he's, he he like dodges. He he you know trips them up. He he makes jokes. All it's honestly impressive just how much the Swarman man is. Do uh, he is doing several things at once as the fight pr- continues. You see, like you know, several times, like the sheep summons to su- try to like get behind him, and then he just sort of almost like gives himself stilts as like spikes just uh, emerge from his feet and just p- raise him up high into the air, and then they just go between his legs. And they, they, he seems like at one point he's like he pretends like wobble, like he like he can't hang- hold onto his balance. At which point, then you see Sunbeam run over and try to like cut his stilts in half with her, with like a spear she summons out of nowhere. But then he just sort of just like, does like a backflip off of them, and then like just lands very neatly on like a almost like a chair made of the spikes that just emerged from his back. So you could definitely tell like he is very very casual about this. But the scouts aren't really, and it's and it's you could definitely t- all of you could tell like without. Make any rules that Sunbeam is getting a bit frustrated at this. Well, she will just lean into Jennifer and said, "Maybe they would have had better luck with the pizza." I just can't believe that Helen is here in front of us. Are you freaking kidding me? We can lord this over her. Yeah, we can, but it goes both ways. She's not dumb. What is she going to lord over us? That we were talking to a cactus man. Names. Identities. Isn't isn't this kind of illegal to, you know, uh, tell on somebody's alter ego? We're not telling on anybody. No, we're just letting her know we know. Right, and then she's going to emphasize how she knows and try and make this into another one of those 
everyone should hate on Alicia at schools. So <sighs> fine, fine. Let's just beat her up the normal way. Maybe. And Alicia will smile just a bit over that. Wait, I thought I want to let her start to... things though. But I thought we were going to slip away. Yeah, I guess we can do that too. So which is it? Get in costume and fight or slip away? One of the two. Which one? Okay, out of character. The smart thing is to walk away from this fight. Historically, we have not chosen to do the smart thing because it is more interesting for the story to just have this fight. Yeah, except we're who are we going to fight? The superheroes or the guy that we're trying to get in good with? Like, I don't think it's a fight that we want to get into because it's lose-lose. Life's full of tough choices, isn't it? Alicia actually just wanted to back off, watch, and then back off further right before things ended so she'd get as much knowledge as she could out of this. She basically has that whole opinion of it is lose-lose if we go on either side because Sawar Man already has eaten the three of us up once and he doesn't seem to be having any trouble with the four of them so I at least just not convinced that with their skills as they are right now it's going to make a huge difference it was under a month ago but she could learn something if she pays really close attention for a little while and then backs off that might help them all in the future that actually sounds really really smart uh, because I'm pretty sure that we will have this fight in the future if we walk away now um, but you're right. Uh, we should probably walk away because we, we, we will not really add anything to this fight right now. And having to choose between those two parties will be very bad for our, uh, very marginal status that we now have. As much as Jennifer would love to fight Helen, this is not the grounds for which to do so. So yeah, she's also in favor of backing up. So, so when Jennifer... faced with an impossible choice, the three of you decide to run away. Well, kind uh, of te- called te- a strategic uh, retreat, first I'm, of all. I'm, I'm teasing, also, I'm teasing, I'm teasing. Look okay. I, Two out of three I... of us were trained by scheming schemers, and the third mm. one was created by scheming schemers. And also trained by the scheming schemers. A little bit. But in a different way. But also, we walk away because... Catroni, Alchemy, and Redeemer don't want to fight whatever her, na- her hero name is again. But Tony, Alicia, and Jennifer would really like to kick Helen's butt. And we don't want to ruin our probation. We're impulsive, but we're not idiots. <laughs> I would argue with that. Famous last just words. Tony. <laughs> so collectively, collectively. So yeah, it sounds so. So basically, I'd say in character, you guys like slowly start backing up. At Tony, at first is reluctant to go, but then if Matt is, you guys manage to drag him up, drag them away. Yeah, like literally pick him up, put him under our arm, and just walk away. So let's just go to the pizza place we were going to go to anyway, and depending on what happens, one side or the other might meet us there. And if not, we all had a slice or two of pizza, and then we can go home and, I don't know, think about how we want to handle this in the future. With violence. (laughs) Okay. She hates me, but you've got been, like, more aggression towards her than I do. (laughs) Because she's mean for the sake of being mean. She doesn't even really have a point to being mean. She's just a jerk. And Uh, she calls my friend a date. 
yeah, I I am against what she's doing for all those reasons. I got a feeling that if I dig into it, I'll find out that my parents did something real nasty to her family at some point. Okay, in that case, that would be fair. <laughs> That's my theory right now, which is why I'm trying not to do something stupid. I'll do something stupid for a really good reason, but I won't do something really stupid because my parents are horrible. Fine. But I did give her the, the speech that we're not who our parents are and that she shouldn't be faulting us for, you know, what people do. Because, you know, if her parents are jerks. Doesn't mean I'm going to assume she's a jerk. Yeah. Not that same. it helps. She still calls Rebecca with the two Ks a date, which lame. Yeah. Well, we can try in the future. And the best part is, though, if she starts things, we're still allowed to finish them. And people are more going to be on our side than they are hers for, you know, stirring up trouble. But if we start things, there goes our status real quick. True. Fine. And we're exactly, we're not exactly popular as is. So I guess you have a point. Still don't like her though. Neither do I. I, I got a feeling she's honestly kind of bigoted from the way she was trying to get information from me earlier. But you know what? I do feel good about our pizza and she's going to just like take them each by the hand and try and rush them along before the fight actually ends. So they're really not there. I'll say that. Yeah. Just you guys scurry, scurry away off the pizza place. And I'll, I'll say that you don't really know. You don't, you don't really see this, but that's what man does eventually. Like, you know, just he, he gets tired of the fight. be like, well, this was run. I got places to be ta. And none of you are there to see it, but she, but Helen definitely just looks 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 at him leaving, and then looks around where you guys were, sees that you're not there, and just <sighs> maybe maybe some swearing might be involved too. I, you don't know, you're not there. So anyway, you guys are at the pizza place, enjoying your slices. <laughs> now, okay, now I'm mildly curious. What does Tony get on their pizza? I hope to ask this because I have actually thought about it. It's Frutini Mari, aka a lot of fishy kind of things. I had no idea there was more than one kind of fish. And... Oh, it's like Frutini Mari is is a Italian style pizza with just a lot of shellfish, mussels, um, all those kinds of things. It's an actual pizza you can get. It's fruit of the sea. Hmm. I had no idea that was a thing, and yeah, doesn't sound bad. Sounds strange as hell, but doesn't sound bad. It's not I... bad if you like fishy things because there's anchovies on there, there is mussels on there, there's clams on there, there is all kinds of every every little every little thing that you can get from the sea. I'm, I might even actually be willing to try that out of game, though. Yeah, as long as it didn't really have a lot of shrimp, I'm not a shrimp person. But yeah, that is awesome. Um, Alicia is actually gonna go with like, um, like a cheeseburger pizza today. It's got a slice or two of that. She's just in the mood for something basic. Basic. It's a complicated day. She wants a basic food. And Jennifer would probably just get herself a slice, a single slice of cheese and a side salad, you know. To pretend that there's balance there, and that it's not, it's it's not as bad as it could have been. You're still finding out some of the instincts that you, your parents gave you. Be like, eat properly. Don't you can't just go out. We don't we don't buy junk food. You have to. Yeah, you, know. you gotta get your fiber. 
Yeah. Meanwhile, Alicia just looks and she's like, yeah, I'm going to just dissolve everything down anyway. Nutrition works a little different for me. So the th- three of you with here enjoying your respective slices. When after a bit, Sawahaman pops his head in. You can definitely tell he, his costume looks a little bit worse for the wear. You know, there's a couple of ripped areas like around his knees, his elbows. But he's, he's still got a big smile. He's like, well, hey, everybody. Sorry about that. That was teenagers, you know. I mean, we're teenagers, so I guess. I know. And, but, but, but if there's one thing I've learned, it's that nobody understands teenagers, especially other teenagers. She kind of nods like, yeah, he's right. Uh, did, how did you? Too. How did you even manage to take on like all those scouts? Uh, for a moment, he goes quiet. Then he just looks at you guys like, "Why are you so interested?" Um, because math says they should have won. You're kind of like a goofy cactus guy, and they're like legit superheroes, and they couldn't kick your butt. Like you don't even look like they made you bleed. Well, I don't know about bleed. I think I got a couple of bruises there. So technically, it, it, internally, there is damage and bleeding. So. No. Then he, 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 like, for a second, he, like, the smile just, like, sort of just drops a little bit from his face, and then he looks a little bit serious, like, takes a lot of work to be a, a joke. A lot of work. How does that even make sense? Being a joke is easy. Being serious is hard. Tell me a joke right now. Uh, I mean, I don't have a mirror. Was that a joke? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> that was a self one. All right, so, I got one for you. Three teenagers walked into a bar. They should have ducked. <laughs> All right. But no. no, honestly, we kind of have realized a lot lately that we are genuinely ignorant teenagers and heard that you have like the kinds of stories about the past that would make us slightly less ignorant, even if still teenagers. Ah, you've been talking to the night guard. Dear old nighty. Between you and me, I think he is way too full of himself. But, eh. Have you watched the news lately? I've seen the news. Heck, I've happen? been the news. Did, well, did you not see me do do my fantastic switch and replace with the museum bit? That was all over the news. Well, I, I meant more the most recent news. Did you did you even take the bear. time to go look at it, look and appreciate what I left behind at the museum? I'm a teenager. I don't watch the news unless somebody makes me. That stuff's boring for old people. If you want to be relevant, you got to show up on social media. Make a TikTok that, or something. Well, that still survived. Oh, I wish that. Every, all the things that died, that still lived. It's forever. <laughs> but did you not see about the Lightning Baron? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Heard about that. And she's kind of like watching his face to see how he takes the news of that. You could definitely tell. Give me a piece of maths, actually. Just you. Oh, I got a 10 on that one. All right, so you get asked two questions on that list. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Trying to decide. Um, I guess uh, I'll start with um, what is he really planning? So you could tell that when you ask him that, you could tell his his eyes sort of go. He he would tell that what he is really planning is that he wants to understand you guys. He thinks. He's got sort of got, he thinks you're definitely in like the superhero business at some level, but he's not sure in what to, in what side or what, how exactly. So he's trying to figure out just get a read on you as people. 
Okay. Uh, second question. How can I get him to be vulnerable with us? Oof, that's a good question. Uh, I, I, you honestly think that being kind of honest with who you guys are as a, in your interesting social status would probably honestly be the best way to get, get through his, uh, persona. Hmm. Okay. And how can we gain influence over him? You could, you definitely know that, you know, he is, Joking around, making stuff, but he honestly wants you to listen to him and take some of his advice. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. Um, so she sees, you know, she's watching him react to the news of the Lightning Baron, and she'll just say, "I'll, I'll kind of cut through the crap, man." Okay. Um, I, I was there when it happened, and I, I literally watched the Night Guard do it. You know, like finish him off, and. I didn't think heroes did that kind of stuff. It doesn't seem right somehow, you know? At that point, you definitely tell, like, the smile doesn't, doesn't vanish off his face, but definitely goes very small. Then he says, give me some room, kids. He, then he sits down at the table. Actually, which, which is it, a table or a booth? Oh, it has to be a booth. It has to. Yeah, that's totally thematic for it to be a booth. <laughs> All right, so... So, Swara Man pulls like a little. You see him sit down, but it, it, he doesn't really have a chair. Then you like look and you see like he's got little cactus spikes coming out of out of his back, just so make a holding himself up like a chair. So, you so I heard some little scuttlebutt that uh, there was some newbies on the scene. How long have you been yeah. doing this? The not whole... all that long. We're not exactly great at it. Nobody really is when they're new at it. But I just. And I don't know, I'm having doubts. I, I thought that I understood crime and, you know, good guys and bad guys, but I haven't really slept right since I saw what the night guard did. And I don't care how many times he tries to explain it to me. It just it just doesn't make sense. At the end of the day, you know, yeah, the lightning baron was kind of a jerk, but he was a guy and he was a person and he had issues, just like a lot of people have issues. I, I just can't conceive that ever reading reaching to the conclusion that his life reached would ever be a good action. And that's when the night guard told me to seek you out, that you would be able to explain things to me. Yeah. Well, thing, the first thing you kids understand is that that used to be normal killing. Well, yeah. it wasn't normal for very long. And once, and once it started, pretty much everyone wanted to stop, but there was a time when it was normal. Why? Why, why would you ever resort to that? I, I mean, like, bad guys steal, yeah, they punch people out, but good guys punch people out, too. To to end a life, that how could that ever be a good decision on either part? Didn't say it was a good decision, just said it was a decision. See, you're too young to know this, but that it, let me try to put it like this. When people first went, just in general, people first got powers, nobody knew how it was happening. At first, honestly, at first they weren't like they they weren't really too powerful. I mean, like maybe a guy could I don't know run as fast as like a you guys know what Olympics are right. We used to have those things Olympics they're, like they're for athletes to show off how good they are. Is that where they ran around naked? Technically, yes, but that was way long ago. Then there was a more modern version, but they used to not anymore. So the off topic. When so basically when 
when the first supers got the first generation, powers were odd, but they weren't game changing. Then the second generation popped up, and that's when the games changed. Suddenly, if you were suddenly, you can't just break. You can't like go to a hideout and beat everyone up and arrest them. If you sometimes, if you go to the hideout, they'll kill you, no matter how prepared you are. There's just some. There were powers that couldn't really be stopped. Clever thinking, and when you can't think your way around something, people thought, "Well, if we can't think around it, we just have to punch through it." And once that thinking gets into people's heads, it's kind of hard to get them out of it. It took something bigger and nastier to come around to effect to get people's soldiers to wake up about it. So you guys know how you know they're different. You know, sometimes countries got like shuffled around a bit. You know, like the diff- the different worlds sort of intermingled a bit. Well, when that happened, like tons of different. Earths and all their superheroes are sort of like every, everyone had different ways of how to do stuff, and all those ideas just sort of like clashed against each other. And then, like, eventually, we found that there was a problem that was too big for any one person, any even one group, or even one world to handle. So people had to work together to fix it. And then, that's, I guess, a little just before you guys were born, we fixed it. And then it's like people still remember the bad days and all the stuff that used to work, but we had we all agreed to just not go back to them, and for the most part, we did. And I guess it's I guess it's safe to say that our city, Alcyon City, we got, we sort of had a hard time going back to it because Barrel King, you know, and all that shit. That. And let me tell you, that thing was a monster. That thing needed to be put down. Did the Earl King have to do with this other global scale? No, no. They were they were more of a side effect. There are things out there though that are that are related to that, but that's why we have the walls. That's why we have the reality anchors. But that's 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 we don't need to worry about that. Why would you choose to be a villain though? Like why do you do what you do? Why can't Knowing that somebody could kill you, knowing that you could end up like the night bear, like the lightning baron, why would you not just be normal? Like, what's wrong with you? He holds Lisha up a hand. Actually, and- look at him. I mean, at least will actually look over at Redeemer slightly oddly at that one, feeling that that's more of the Redeemer than the Jennifer almost. And then just look over and say, and she's like, you probably were on the other side of things at one point in time and it didn't work out well, did it? Well, I was stupid. And young, when I got my powers, he holds up a hand, and you see, like, his hand sort of, like, just gets, like, a full, like, just goes very spiky. I wasn't very imaginative. Got angry, too. And, uh, see, the thing is, when you're not very imaginative, and you have a, a fist full of spikes, he pulls his hand into a fist, it's hard to see anything but being somebody with a spiky fist. And when I was, when I was young, I hurt people. Not proud of it, but I did it. I, I have to live with that, and I have to take responsibility for that. I got into some trouble, got out of it, got into bigger trouble, and then got I got caught. I went away for a few years. Then when I got out, I realized I was being an idiot. 
I wasn't using my head. I just saw a spiky fist and thought, oh, it's just, it's just a spiky fist. And then you see him like sort of clap his head, like hold his hands together. Then you see like he pulls them apart and you see like the spikes are like start like shifting around in different shapes, like makes a little, makes a little like a figurine, like a little, like a wooden doll almost out of spikes. It's very, like holds, puts it on the table. It's very rough looking, but it's still, you know, it like it, it won't, you know, cut you up if you touch it. I, I knew I, I, I couldn't really go hero. I, let me tell you, they, they have so many restrictions. They, they gotta th- think about this. If you're a hero, you gotta make sure people trust you and they feel safe around you. And you can't always make people feel safe if they are constantly aware of the fact of how much damage you can do. And let me tell you, they don't want people to think that you know that sunbeam over there. She 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 can cut through metal with that spear hers. Do you think people will let them like they let their kids play around her if they if that uh, that idea was always in their heads whenever time they saw her? No, they want to see friendly, approachable. And I guess I just I I know what I know it sounds hypocritical because I call myself Swarm Man, but it's just I guess I wanted to show that. Even if you're if you're on the different side of the law, there are there are ways to be better about it. We don't have to go back to the bad days. So, you know, since you make yourself the joke because of the fact that you couldn't be the punchline before, so even if you can never do things differently, you can at least no longer be the one that everyone really hates and is afraid of. Kind of a Sideways of redemption. Yes, you could say that. I think it makes sense. So that's why I'm telling you, all of you, if just what works, and I, and I know what works for me might not work for you, but just if you have to, don't let people be afraid of you. All right, make sure that whatever you're doing, make sure that you don't, that you're not a danger to them, that you are approachable, because you should be approachable. And with that, he's kind of he's trying to shift your, all of you guys' labels, trying to shift your uh, danger down, and I'd say your saviors up. I'm not sure he can do that. I got savior up at max already. So I believe that if that's the case, then you you would have to mark a condition. I think. I do think that Tony is going to try and resist that because Tony is very much aware that they are already seen as dangerous. Okay. Let's see how I how I so, yeah, do that again. You roll for that. Yeah. I don't think you have any other. Just yeah, just roll with two d ten, two d six. Okay. By the way, and since 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 uh, so Wonderman is an adult, he has influence over you. So either you accept it or you have to reject it. No, 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 between. And what's the highest that you can have any score at? Uh, plus three. If it goes beyond that or below minus two, then you have to mark a condition. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll let him shift my label. All right. I rolled a five, so he's going to shift my labels anyway. Uh, is there something we add to that roll or not on resisting? I don't think just... so. I think it's just no. a straight. Yeah, it just okay. says, it just I'll, says I'll roll to resist just because I influence. Yeah, I'll roll to resist just because I don't want to try and deal with the over three problem. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Tony, mark, since you failed, mark, mark a condition and uh, the, and 
so yeah, and Fisher labels. So I'd say, uh, so yeah, Alicia. I'm going to have to do the same thing. It looks like I failed. So I think with you, I think that means that you mark two conditions because you, you, because you fail, which means you mark condition. And then since you can't shift your labels anymore, you have to make, mark another condition. So I, th- so I think for Alicia, I almost think like guilty and maybe insecure might be the conditions that are most appropriate for that. What do you think? I, I think so too. I was just seeing if there was anything else I could find where that rule was just in case I didn't get it properly. But yeah, guilty and insecure, that makes sense. All right. Now, Tony, uh, what do you think their, uh, condition would be? I think. Guilty would also be a thing. Yeah, I marked afraid, but more afraid of themselves because okay. insecure would work really well, but insecure is already checked. Okay. Um, oh, excellent! I'm, I'm getting everyone getting the conditions all across the board. <laughs> yeah, great, wonderful, love it. I figured that Jen would let him just shift her uh, her stats around because when he says. Don't let them see you as dangerous. Uh, all she could think of at the moment was when she was fighting with a gang and she picked up her basketball and just like brought it down on that guy's head and then it like dented, uh, the sidewalk. And she started thinking about how that could have been perceived by, let's just say a random high school student and just how they a couple of weeks ago saw Sawaro man as somebody who was dangerous to be stopped and now that we're talking to him we see that there's another side to him how could outsiders and onlookers perceive her in a superhero costume doing something like what she did where her anger got the best of her so with with this so when he sees like it, when the Sawaro man sees like that his speech clearly has an influence or has it had an effect on all of you he sort of his smile sort of gets a little bit bigger. And I will say that you guys, since all of you had his words like affect you, you, you do gain influence over him as a bit of a bit of recompense for all the conditions he gave you un- unintentionally. So then he, he smiles like <laughs> he'll, he'll, he'll snag a slice of Tony's pizza and say, thank you for the time, kids. Now, have a good night. And always remember. Stay on point. And then he, he marches out of the building. Damn, I really would have expected him to always say stay sharp. Uh, I did, but I, I, I've used that too much. I gotta, you gotta mix it up. Oh my god, his hearing is so good. We will just kind of smile, laugh slightly weakly, and finish whatever is left of her pizza, because it probably just, that second slice was just sitting there in front of her during the whole conversation like she could not you know eat while it was going on or anything like that yeah jennifer kind of has her fork in her salad she's already eaten her slice but she's got her fork in her salad and she's just poking at things not really eating it and she kind of looks up at tony and alicia and says i don't know how i could ever fight that guy again like he doesn't seem like a bad guy well you heard the way he talked. It sounds like if he fights someone, it's really not to, you know, more than the bruises. And maybe that's not a bad thing. Yeah, but if the stupid rules weren't what they were and weren't so restrictive, someone like him could have been rehabilitated. Yeah, he did time, but he could have still become a hero. 
I feel like all of this stuff happens because the rules and the politics of everything involving heroes is so restrictive just to make the normies feel safe. So now what, I mean, it's not like he can just get a job. So he's got to be, you know, dumb cactus guy stealing stuff at Walmart with two L's, you know. We don't know what happens when he's not wearing the mask, but you're definitely right about when he is wearing it at the same time. Um, yeah, I, I do kind of feel bad for him, but all these, the rules are really making more sense. Uh, we'll see. He will turn up somewhere stupid uh, while we are somewhere else being stupid. And then we are, will probably be in the same stupid place together. And who knows? Maybe we don't have to fight him next time. Maybe we can convince him to just walk away for a change. Because that would be the funniest thing in the moment. Because nobody would expect a supervillain to walk away. Let's not worry about that. I mean, maybe we just think of it like kind of like a sparring match. But he was right about one thing. Um, definitely, there is we do. There is no stupid in us making people feel safe. If you don't feel safe with your heroes, then they aren't heroes. They're just somebody who's powerful and isn't against you at that moment. Still doesn't make me feel any better about the Lightning Baron. Doesn't make me feel better either. If anything, I just feel a bit more softer today. Yeah, I'm not really sure what. The, you know, the night guard was thinking because, like you said, I I somehow feel worse about all of this because, you know, Cactus I think he dude, was thinking that we could be smarter than the scouts. I think sense? we were smarter than the scouts. We walked away and we can do it again. And now we know more and more why. And, and they might be not willing to do that. And Helen has nothing on us. I mean, Sunbeam has nothing on us. Sunbeam doesn't know us yet. Yeah, that's right. So, um, sooner or later, other people are going to start listening if we keep talking about this in a restaurant. So, let's start heading home. I'll take my salad to go. And she just, like, pulls the, the plastic fork in her mouth, closes the salad container, you know, and just stands up, carrying the fork in her mouth and the salad under her arm. Want to find out more about the story? Join our Discord channel. The link is in the description.